Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Horns up, talking Texas podcast, Fisher, Tisopla, Snacks, Kreider, gents, totally different than we thought was going to happen, realistically. Uh, Chris Beard's fired. Yeah, very abrupt. Um, look, I'm not saying it shouldn't or should have happened, um, but we were definitely expecting this decision probably to come in February, right? I thought he'd be back on the... And honestly, the way things were trending with like... The statement of his wife, you know. Statement and of his wife, the decision in court. Charges being dropped. Yeah, the legal decisions. And pretty much the lack of decision from the university. Like no no suspension, nothing like... Obviously, with the suspension indefinitely, but nothing like finite. Hey, we're keeping him or we're firing him. I was like, all right, maybe they're in the works of trying to bring him back and find out the best possibility to do so. Now they've just completely cut him outright. My and initial expectation was that he was going to be suspended... For the rest of the season and then come back next season as our head coach that's probably the safest and wisest decision heading into today now we see what's gone on uh and it's looking well, like he's gone and i really can't i mean talking I about can't, from an assumption standpoint. from an assumption standpoint yeah. yeah i'm not saying like look realistically like i thought the guy was gonna be fired we, we oh, should have we like, talked about it on the show in his agreement with the university it dictated that it's transformation Grounds for termination and or suspension, even if you were just um, arrested for anything. Right. Even, even if charges are brought against you. Right, that right, was right. the case. And, you know, I, I, I sent something to you guys and, you know, you never know how things get out in the ether. But there was um, an exchange between the university, some one of the university's liaisons and his attorney where they had given him, they had, they had you know, come to the decision that they were going to terminate him. And they had contacted his camp and said, look, we're going to give you the opportunity to resign, to resign. It didn't. And I don't, I guess they like, it, from what it was made out to on this document that we saw was that like, they didn't even answer. They didn't even respond. And so they were like, okay, that's how you're going to handle it with that lack of professionalism. We are going to straight up fire you. And that's that. Yeah. Um, a lot of things are going through my head. One, like, Will he return to coaching? He'll probably get a job somewhere eventually down the road. It's going to take some time for all the dust to settle, for all the facts to get out there. Won't be at University of Texas. Who's going to be the candidate, right? Like, if Terry goes on and has a great season to close it out, you know, and goes well in the tournament, is he our guy still? Um, did they make this termination now because they want to have their coaching options open now, right? Like, get some guys in the building to see if they want to be the head coach of Texas next season. Um I think the biggest thing to take away from this is they just want the uncertainty to be over, right? For the player's sake. I mean, right. that's great. The ide- ideally, like, from a player's standpoint, like, having this loom over their head game after game, at least one way or the, the other, they know now. Right. And right. they can head into the next game against Oklahoma State, which, quite frankly, like, you got to win that one. Stillwater or not, like, you got to go in and beat a team that you should beat. Like, they are the bottom of the barrel this year in the Big 12, and you got to go take care of business. Yeah. And now that at least this decision is made, and you know who your head coach is for the remainder of the season, at onward. Least, onward. And I. Are we going to lose recruits? Maybe. But we've gone through Shaka, we've gone through Barnes. Like, Beard was an unbelievable hire. Like, great that we got him. But it wasn't like we brought in Calipari or Coach K where we're really getting not like one big recruit, like three or four recruits a, a turn. Like in, the, in the top 20. Yeah, like, yeah. To me, it's also all about development and how you put these guys in a system. In a For sure. Like there's other guys out there. Look, there is no doubt that he's an, a great recruiter. But you also have to consider that how much of that draws the University of Texas itself? 
You don't have to be the best recruiter in the world to say, hey, this is a great program. You want to be a, a, a basketball player that puts Texas basketball on the map? That speaks for itself. We talk about Austin all the time being a great, great draw. And I still think that we're going to be able to hold on to a lot of these recruits. I think for basketball players, it's more about – it's a faster path to the NBA. Like Dylan Mitchell, for example, and Morris, for example, like – Morris is probably a player that could stay a couple of years and maybe strengthen his game and go in as like, you know, a veteran upperclassman yeah. and come off the board in the 15 to 25 range at his absolute best. Mitchell, like, if everything points in the right direction for Mitchell going forward and the rest of the season lottery pick. starts to pop off, he's a lottery pick. Major difference. And a good lottery pick at that. Like, this is a top 10 recruit, top five recruit on, on some rankings. In college basketball, you <clears throat> want to go to a school where you get notoriety – so it's being televised, a place where you feel comfortable to grow your game. Quite frankly, a, a place where you can play. Yeah. yeah. Like oftentimes we see guys go to these schools. Like we've seen top recruits go to certain schools and they've never really amounted to nothing because they've gone to places where, yeah, you thought you could They're win, blocked. So you ended up getting blocked and you rode the bench. Mm-hmm. So for me, like Texas as a program, it's still, no matter who the head coach is, if we want to get these top recruits, it needs to establish itself as a program that's consistently winning and consistently developing players. Yeah. And we've yet to do that. We cannot keep getting bounced in the first, second round of the tournament. No. You got to make, you gotta make deep runs. Especially after seasons where we've won the Big 12. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the like tor- just tournament. winning the Big 12 once isn't even that impressive these days. Like you, We want to like create a dynasty here, right? Where, what was it, Kansas? They won like eight in a row. I don't even know the number. They were winning every yeah, single I mean, year. The Atlanta 12, Braves. You're talking about Big 12 tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah or just Atlanta, winning the conference. Or the conference, like in the regular season. They were like the Braves of like the of college basketball. They never, like every year they won the division. Right. And look, conference. this might be our last, not this season, but the following season might be the last season that we play in the Big 12. You know, let's go out with a bang. But look, I'm, I'm glad that this is all over with. Now that our players can really focus on the task at hand and that's the conference play. We're lucky that this happened early in the season and not down the stretch where you know you're you're facing that gauntlet in February and March and like you're looking at your seating because then things are really Almost starting to shake up there. But yeah, having um, that unknown would not have been. Helpful. But look, I, I'm I'm really grateful that we have Terry in the building. You know, I mean, Del Conte has spoken really highly of who he is on and off the court, and how he's been able to keep these guys together. So I'm glad that we have a guy with head coaching experience. He was he he came from UTEP and Fresno State, coached there both. Um, but yeah, let's let's see what happens next. Let's see how you know these players respond, and you know, a little adversity never hurt nobody. Look, we got Oklahoma State, you got TCU. Home, home against TCU, home against Tech, and then you go to you know Iowa State. Yep. You just got to take care of business in the Big Twelve. Like you still are a top ten talent team. Mm-hmm. You're ranked that high for a reason preseason. You've been ranked that high going into conference play. Like you only have two losses right now. Yeah. And one of the losses, and quite frankly, like one of the losses is like a game that slipped through your fingers completely. You should have won against Illinois. Yep, that's a good out of conference team. And then the other game you play is like is Kansas State, which you know you you just lost track of them on offense. And I, I think I'm hoping like obviously I want to see a win against Oklahoma State. I'm hoping we can regress back to the mean and we could keep this team under 70 points. Yeah, that's 60 range. I mean, what you said is right. Ultimately, winning is going to... Cures all. 
secures all. It's going to keep those recruits. It's going to bring in new recruits. There's still guys that you know have to declare. There's still meaningful recruits out there yet to determine where they're going to play college next year or if they're going to play college next year. Um, and we have a lot of guys in the NBA. So, you know, we're never like a school that doesn't have at least a couple of guys that are really talented knocking on our door. And Texas is a really great basketball state. Yeah. A lot of good guys coming from the, the Dallas area, from the Austin area, Houston area, of course. And so we just, you know, it's important that our guys stay focused as much as they can. But it's going to be a heck of a lot easier now with this looming kind of cloud. Right. Away. Right, right. The bowls completely collapse. Like, go throw um, – a boatload of money at Billy Donovan. I mean, that's the interesting thing, right? Like, if Terry, you'd ex- you'd expect them to. We'll see how the season turns out. I hope obviously, it goes well for him. I do too. I, I think that you know, there's obviously already the rumor mill, even in the day that it happens, the firing. Like, who's the next guy? And Terry, of course, is going to be in the mix. But you know, there's guys like Eric Musselman at Arkansas. There's uh, we're going to go after it. SEC coaches, I imagine. Who knows if, if Coach Cal wants to stay in Kentucky? I, like, I even saw Jay Wright. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but back out of retirement, that'd be nuts. You never know. Guy like you know, off the court stuff, of course. But a guy like Rick Pitino, who's in Iona right now, I saw that floated out there. No, I'm just these are just the names that are. Yeah, in the, yeah, in yeah. The yeah. I think but, like if Beard gets another job, he can make his way back to. I mean, look, putting your hands on a woman is in a category pretty much by itself, except sans a few things that we've seen that are just terrible. But, like, Hugh Freeze came back and is the head coach of Auburn. I know, again, like, I would put, like, I'm not putting Beard in this category, but, like, we've seen, like, the Sandusky thing was probably the worst thing we've seen from a coach, college, from anything. Yeah, Beard's going to be, he'll be coaching again. He'll be coaching again. Yeah. It's just because the legal, there's no legal, doesn't mean he didn't do it. Right. right, but there's nothing legally going on, so right, I right, may right. get another shot. But I'm glad our university made a swift decision or swiftish decision. Quick one, horns up, talking Texas. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.